As expected, James Franklin was asked about the USC vacancy, and he didn't necessarily bury it entirely. We'll talk about it in today's episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. You are Locked on Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There's simply no place better to get all the Big Ten coverage you need than with the Locked On Big Ten podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's hosted by Nate Dickinson and a rotating panel of Big Ten hosts across the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm there every Tuesday, but you want to make sure you tune in every day. So download the Locked On Big Ten podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome into today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. I am your host, Kevin McGuire, the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm also a contributor to AthlonSports.com, and I am happy to be with you here. We are one day closer to a monster game for Penn State, one of the more attractive and more anticipated non-conference matchups that Penn State has had in Beaver Stadium in quite some time. And I think you have to go back to the early 2000s when Nebraska was the big non-conference opponent coming into Penn State. That feels like the kind of energy we are seeing with this game that's coming up in week three. And I know Nittanyville put out a little bit of a tweet, a little teaser of the energy that's already bubbling on the scene right now. And the tweet is being roasted by Auburn folks left and right who are suggesting that eh, Penn State may be an electric atmosphere, but Auburn has been through this kind of circus before. So you can already tell the animosity is kind of building and it's kind of fun. And I know the folks over at Locked on Auburn are doing a terrific job. I actually got a chance to listen a little bit to their podcast this week and they're flat out predicting that Auburn's going to win this game. But we're going to talk to them in a crossover episode coming up for you guys tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. It is great to be able to work with them. And of course, we want to make sure you never miss a single episode of Locked on Nittany Lions. And you don't want to miss a single episode because there's so much going on this week and throughout this season so make sure you download that odyssey app onto your phone so you can take locked on nittany lines with you in the car on your way to work on your way home from work going to the gym if you're on a bus or a train ride for your commute make sure you bring the locked on nittany lines podcast with you on the odyssey app bring all the other great content across the locked on podcast network including locked on big 10 and locked on bets and of course all of your other favorite podcasts and your sports radio stations your music stations your news stations whatever podcast you're listening to these days you can get it right on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, follow, all that good stuff because that ultimately helps us continue to grow this podcast. We just had our best week ever on the podcast last week. I am fully anticipating that we're going to have an even better week this week with everything going on. Speaking of which, you may be watching me on YouTube right now. And if you are, hi, how's it going? Uh, leave your comments down below on anything that we're talking about in this particular episode or if you have questions or comments that you want to have incorporated into an upcoming podcast. But we are on YouTube. We are putting full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. So if you're not already making that conversion over to video or if you're just looking for another excuse to open up a tab in your browser while you are working throughout the day, load up the Locked on Nittany Lines podcast on our YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up. Leave that notification bell so you know when we, when we post new uh, videos on the YouTube channel. 
And of course, like I said, comment, give a thumbs up. That is a great way to help continue to grow our channel. It's our first full week on the YouTube and we're having a lot of fun with it. Even posted a little bit of a YouTube shorts. I think I've posted two now. So every now and then you may get a little bit of extra bonus uh, special content specifically for YouTube. So you definitely wanna check out our YouTube channel. We're having a lot of fun with it. Hopefully you are as well. I want to start today's episode by having a little bit of fun with you guys because sometimes you have to lighten the mood a little bit. You have to think a little bit outside the box. And right now, Penn State is gearing up the most anticipated non-conference games I think we've seen in quite some time. Uh, probably one of the top three most anticipated non-conference matchups of the 21st century. I don't think it's an exaggeration. But at the same time, we're also trying to deal with the fact that James Franklin is having his name attached to so many various USC coaching rumors and speculations, whether he wants to or not. And he was asked about this on Tuesday, and we'll talk a little bit more about it coming up in the next segment. But I want to have a little fun what-if scenario to open up today's show, okay? And I brought this up on Twitter, and it Got some mixed reactions, but I want to hear what you guys have to say as well, because I haven't had a chance to relay this possibility on the podcast. So let's do that right now. Let's just assume that USC does manage to hire James Franklin. Again, I'm not saying that that's going to happen, and I don't think it will, but what if, okay? What if USC hires James Franklin to be its next head coach of the Trojans? Uh, where does Penn State go from there? That is a big question that I think needs to be answered and is something that every athletics director has to at least be prepared for. So if I'm Sandy Barber, I'm making a number of calls. I'm calling Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Uh, um, who else would you be calling? Uh, let me know because I would be curious to hear what you guys have to think. But Matt Campbell would probably be among the first coaches I would be calling, if not Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. I think he would be pretty fun to see uh, run this program, given what he has done with Cincinnati. But if you want to think a little bit more towards the offensive coordinator route, there are a couple names that are probably pretty familiar that I think a lot of Penn State fans would probably be on board with. First, let's talk about Joe Moorhead. How about Joe Moorhead as the head coach of Penn State? We obviously know what he did as the offensive coordinator when he was with Penn State. His head coaching experience with Mississippi State didn't exactly pan out quite as well as I think a lot of people were hoping it would. But he does have head coaching experience not only at Mississippi State, but also at Fordham. And his stock is pretty high right now, given the chess match victory that he had against Ohio State this past weekend. I know a lot of Penn State fans were probably watching that Oregon-Ohio State the game thinking, yeah, we've seen this from Joe Moorhead in Ohio Stadium before, but let's just see what happens in the fourth quarter. Well, he didn't clam up. He didn't get reserved. He had an offense that was ready to keep the foot on the gas a little bit and came out there with a victory. So kudos to him on a brilliantly coached game against the Buckeyes. But uh, Joe Moorhead, head coach of Penn State. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun, right? I think a lot of people would probably be on board with that potential idea. How about Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator at Alabama, who, oh yes, happens to be a former head coach of Penn State. I think I had some fun with this conversation a little bit more than I think some people uh, took seriously. I'm not saying that Bill O'Brien would even be on the list of candidates for Penn State, given that it seems like he was burned out on being the head coach of Penn State when he left for the Houston Texans. And I uh, don't hold it against him at all, leaving for the Houston Texans when he did. I always felt as though he was going to be a short-term guy at Penn State, waiting for an opportunity to coach in the NFL. That just just, just felt like where his head was as a head coach. And he kind of alluded to that even in his introductory press conference, I think, when he was introduced at Penn State. But you know, for my money, I don't think he gets enough respect and uh, acclaim for the job that he did at Penn State. I think he is universally respected for 
what he did with this Penn State program at the time that he was the head coach of the program. And I think a lot of people would be certainly willing to give him another chance to be the head coach if that opportunity were uh, to exist. Uh, because I think Penn State fans, by and large, uh, like Bill O'Brien, are rooting for Bill O'Brien and uh, respected what he did. And I don't think you'd be having a very easy time finding anybody who didn't like Bill O'Brien. So I think it'll be pretty fun. I threw it out there. I wanted to see what you guys say. And now I want to hear what you guys have to say as well. So reach out to us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany or make sure you leave a comment if you're watching right on YouTube. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you think about the idea of Bill O'Brien returning as the head coach if James Franklin is to leave for USC. And again, I'm not saying that's going to happen and I don't think it will. But it's fun to think, what if? We're just days away from the monster primetime whiteout game as Penn State takes on the Auburn Tires. And according to betonline.ag, Penn State is a six-point favorite as of right now. This is a line that continues to be favoring the Nittany Lions, so you might want to get in on it while you still can, or maybe you like the other side of it. Maybe you think Auburn's going to keep it a little bit closer. Whatever the case, however you're going to bet on this game, make sure you do it at betonline.ag. They are the easiest place to get started with online gambling. It's entirely free to sign up for an account. There's no financial commitment just to sign up and register. But when you leave your first deposit on your account, make sure you use the promo code LOCKEDON, and they're going to give you a 100% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. That's right. So if you put $10 into your account, they're going to give you $10 more. You put $25 in your account, they're going to give you $25 on top of that. If you put $100 in your account, they're going to put $100 on top of that. So on and so forth. You get the idea. It is free money, but you have to use the promo code LOCKED on to take advantage of it and make sure you listen to the locked on bets podcast they'll tell you how to spend that money so you can keep the winnings coming your way this fall this college football season this nfl season there's no shortage of ways to get involved with some bet online action that's why bet online is your online sportsbook experts as we discussed in yesterday's podcast we're talking a little bit about the stress and anxiety that a lot of penn state fans are probably going to have while we are waiting to see where this usc coaching search is going to go and if this feels like a usc podcast you have to understand james franklin has been attached to this usc job vacancy rumor mill for practically the last four or five years or whatever it's been at this point he is always in this conversation. That's why there's always something to say about it. And it kind of drives you a little bit crazy sometimes as soon as the national media has potential candidates for the USC job. And James Franklin's name always appears on there. But I just mentioned Bet Online and the odds for this coming weekend's game between Penn State and Auburn. Well, what does Bet Online have to say about the USC coaching job? Maybe this puts your mind at ease a little bit because James Franklin is not the favorite. He's not tied to be the favorite. And he's not even tied for the second best odds on the board so Matt Campbell is one of the names that is among the favorites for this uh, next head coaching job he is tied with Matt Cristobal the uh, Oregon head coach and none other than Urban Meyer but these guys all have the same odds but they're not the favorites to win the USC coaching job they're actually tied for the second best odds the best odds on the board go to Cincinnati head coach Luke Fickle and Minnesota head coach PJ Fleck 
So you're talking about P.J. Fleck and Luke Fickle as top candidates, which would be pretty interesting to see. I think either one of those coaches would be a pretty good fit for the USC job, or at least in one way or the other. I think P.J. Fleck would fit in as far as energy. There's certainly no question that he would uh, get USC a little bit motivated. I would love to see the row the boat thing kind of transition into USC. I don't think that that would mesh as well as it has at Minnesota and Western Michigan before that. I think he would have to change that approach just a little bit if he's going to fit in at USC. I just don't think, I think it's a little too gimmicky for a program like USC. Or you know what, maybe USC needs a gimmick. I don't know. Uh, Luke Fickle, I don't know if he has the personality to blend and succeed with a program like USC in Los Angeles, but he's certainly a darn good football coach. So he obviously would be deserving of that kind of opportunity if it were presented to him. As for the the next batch of those coaches, uh, Mario Cristobal is not going to leave Oregon for USC, and uh, you know I do think that um, Matt Campbell is the name to keep a close eye on because that feels like a pretty good fit there. Again, personality wise, maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but you just need a good, hard nosed football coach who knows what he's doing and Matt Campbell certainly has accomplished that with the Iowa State program if he can succeed at Iowa State you would like to think that you can succeed pretty much anywhere Uh, so I think Matt Campbell would be an excellent hire for USC but then you get down to Urban Meyer is he going to leave the NFL after one year for USC well yeah he might (laughs) he very well might do that Uh, but that's certainly a name that USC fans have been keeping a very close eye on for a couple of years now when he was the Fox analyst in the studio a lot of people suspected that he was going to go to take that USC job I happen to think Urban Meyer if he's going to go back to college I think he's going to wait for that Notre Dame job to eventually open up. So if Brian Kelly ever leaves Notre Dame, Urban Meyer to Notre Dame makes a lot more sense to me than Urban Meyer to USC. But again, who knows what's going to happen. Urban Meyer may just go to take that USC job anyway. But according to Bet Online, James Franklin has 17-2 odds, 17-2-2 odds to be the next head coach at uh, USC, uh, Mario Cristobal, Matt Campbell, Urban Meyer, all at 15 to two. Luke Fickle and PJ Fleck are the favorites, tied with 13 to two odds. So, the further you go down the board, you know, Penn State's James Franklin has decent odds of being the next head coach at USC, but there are a good handful of names ahead of him on the board. And if you take a look at the sports uh, land sphere, um, I do feel as though you can put some faith into what the odds makers are saying because they always know something that we don't. So the fact that you have to go through five names just before you hit James Franklin on the board, that should be a little bit encouraging. I'm not saying it is a definite lock that he is not going to be leaving Penn State for USC, but that's something to just keep in mind. The odds makers know things and uh, maybe there's some of that influencing the way that these odds are being put together. I have seen other odds from other books out there that vary a little bit, but they typically always have the same names. James Franklin sometimes a little bit higher. He's not usually lower, though. So we're talking, I think this is the, the pretty much where James Franklin is in the USC coaching search, at least as far as the odds makers are concerned. But like I said, odds makers always know something that we don't. So who knows what's going on there? And... You know, maybe you feel like placing a couple bucks on uh, James Franklin being the next head coach at USA. But he was asked about this situation on Tuesday during his regularly scheduled media conference. And he did his best to direct all the energy and focus this week 
on Penn State's game against the Auburn Tigers, which you would expect out of James Franklin. And I kind of suggested that that would actually be the case. He wasn't necessarily going to slam the door shut by definitively saying, I am going to be Penn State's head coach today, tomorrow, next week, next season, and for the next 10, 15 years. Uh, he didn't say anything like that, unless I missed it. And if he died, if I did, then I apologize. But I didn't see anything like that coming out of this press conference availability. And it doesn't really mean anything if he does say that because coaches say things all the time. And there's, there's one thing that I have learned in all my years of following and covering college football, especially coaching searches, is coaches say things that players and fans want to hear. And we have seen time and time again that the coaches say all the right things in those kind of settings only to backtrack and pack their bags and leave. Again, I am not saying that James Franklin is doing that, but it would have been more encouraging, I think, for some people if he did say those things. So uh, he kind of creates this mess of situation on his own. But here's the bottom line. James Franklin is probably going to end up getting paid pretty well out of this. Whether Penn State locks him down with a contract extension or a raise, making him a one of the highest paid coaches in college football, even more so, or he's going to be taking a nice big paycheck at USC. Uh, so that's the reality we live in. So I'm not naive to suggest that James Franklin is guaranteed to be the Penn State head coach for the next few years, the next 10 years, and the next however many years. I know all too well that coaches say things to players, to fans, and they only have one person to look out for, and that's going to be that person that they see in the mirror. Their family as well. So if James Franklin feels like a coaching opportunity at USC is absolutely a better situation for he and his family, then what's stopping him from leaving Penn State? He said all the right things when he was introduced as Penn State's head coach. He continues to do fantastic work. He's got one of the top recruiting classes in the country, number one if you go by 24-7 sports. He's got a team that's off to a 2-0 start. He's got a team that has been to three New York Six Bowl games in recent years, including the Rose Bowl and victories in the Fiesta Bowl and the Cotton Bowl. There is a lot to like about the job that he has in place for him right now at Penn State, and that is tough to walk away from. It's going to take a very special opportunity, I think, to convince James Franklin to ultimately part ways with Penn State. And I think that that's one of the major uh, counterpoints you can throw out anytime that James Franklin is mentioned as a guy that would just crush it at USC. He would crush it at USC, but he's crushing it at Penn State right now. Would you leave the situation you have established with a very good program, with a very bright future for a rebuilding project at USC? I don't know, and that's probably up to only one person and one person only, and that's probably James Franklin and his family. So again, I don't know where we're heading here. I know that I'm going to be keeping a really close eye on all of this stuff that's going on, and yeah, we're probably going to be on the edge of our seats a couple of times between now and whenever USC officially names their next head coach. I don't know how long the timeline is going to be for USC. I don't know if they are already targeting a guy that can come in there uh, relatively soon. Uh, we're very early in the season. We're only a couple of weeks into the season. So uh, the idea of waiting until after the season, it's not impossible to think that that's what USC ends up doing. But you know they've got a lot of time to work with right now. And that's only going to draw the stress levels up a little bit more and more as we get closer and closer to the end of the season when USC ultimately has to make a decision, will James Franklin ultimately have to make the decision? That's what we all want to know. 
The search for the world's best tasting protein bar has officially ended, and it has ended with Built Bars. The protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars, you go into a grocery store and you know you feel the urge to buy one of those little candy bars right at the register right before you check out. Well, you don't do that. Just go to BuiltBar.com and order yourself some Built Bars. You're gonna be thankful for that decision much later on. Built Bars come in a variety of flavors. They're always adding new limited edition flavors and the flavors sound too good to be true, but they are extremely healthier than any of the other protein bars that are out on the market, let alone candy bars. Do a comparison for yourself. Look at the calorie counts. Between 130 and 180 calories on Built Bars, depending on which flavor you get, that is still going to beat a wide range of protein bars that are out there in the market. Many of the popular ones, the, the name brands that you probably are a little bit familiar with seeing them in the grocery stores, forget about them. Go to BuiltBar.com and check out all the flavors for yourself and do the comparison for yourself. You're not gonna regret it. Built Bars are great. They fit into every kind of diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, or if you're just looking for something that's just gonna get you from point A to point B during your day, Built Bar is there for you. Go to BuiltBar.com, check out all the variety of flavors they have available to you, and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED15 to save yourself 15% off your next order from BuiltBar.com. The world's best tasting protein bar, the protein bar that tastes like a chocolate bar, Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. College football fans looking to get involved in some daily fantasy football can look no further than prize picks. You can check out prize picks on the App Store or on the Google Play Store, and you download the app and you get started incredibly easy to get going with some daily fantasy football because that's what they do. They make daily fantasy incredibly easy. They've got NFL, they've got college football programs, they've got every power conference program and they've got a number of non-power conference programs as well so if you dig in to the late night maction and mountain west conference you may have the inside edge all you have to do is pick two to three players and then you choose whether or not they're going to go over or under various stat projections for that particular game and if you win those picks you win no questions asked it's incredibly easy so why not take advantage of it right now Check out the Prize Picks app on the App Store or the Google Play Store and get started with your daily fantasy college football fix today. Coming up on tomorrow's podcast, it's going to be a special crossover edition of the Locked On Nittany Lines podcast as we're hooking up with Zach from Locked On Auburn. We're going to have a little fun back and forth conversation talking some Penn State and Auburn, kind of exchanging ideas and exchanging insights into what's going into this particular matchup this coming weekend. So you don't want to miss it. And also check out everything going on on the Locked On Auburn podcast, a terrific podcast led by Zach. They're doing a terrific job getting themselves ready for this game. And as I put out on a little bit of a YouTube short video on our YouTube channel. Uh, again, make sure you follow that YouTube channel if you're not already. Uh, just kind of a quick glimpse of me listening to some of the recent comments they had. They're getting pretty confident about this weekend's game. And there's some pretty good reason for that because Auburn is certainly off to a very good start to the season under new head coach Brian Harson, the former Boise State head coach who I actually am a big fan of. I'm, I'm really impressed by the coaching hire that Auburn made by bringing Harson in from Boise State. And and they have certainly set the tone for their particular season with two dominating victories, uh, 60 plus points in each of their first two games. I think they are just coming off a shutout. I think they left up 10 points against Akron in week one. But that's the thing. The Auburn 2-0 start is impressive. They have certainly done everything they needed to do in their first two games of the season. Defense has played very well. Uh, offense is just clicking on all cylinders. But they are doing so against teams that aren't really going to play a whole lot of defense. Akron's defense 
not very much uh, to write home about. And then Alabama State and FCS program, Auburn should have dominated them. So I'm not going to rip Auburn for the level of competition because they have excelled and thrived and done exactly what you need to do against that level of competition. This is not a Florida State having some trouble at home against Jacksonville State situation. Auburn has gone out, they have dominated, and now they're going to come up north uh, for a rare trip up north, as far as I know, for Auburn. And they're going to come into Beaver Stadium. They're not going to be intimidated. As much as Penn State fans are thinking that Auburn has never faced this kind of environment, well, they have played at LSU every other year. Uh, There have been some electric atmospheres. They play in the Iron Bowl against Alabama. They've played in front of big crowds. They've played in front of uh, crowds at Texas A&M. They're not going to be shell-shocked by walking in to Beaver Stadium. Now, it might be a little bit of a different situation for a lot of these players. Uh, Certainly, uh, the visual aspect of it all is kind of mesmerizing to a degree. But this is not a program that's going to be intimidated by going into a big stadium with a lot of loud, raucous fans. I'm actually curious how many Auburn fans are going to be up there for this game. I imagine a good number of Auburn fans are going to make this trip because it's a rare trip for an Auburn fan to make. Remember a few years back when Alabama came up? Alabama, first of all, travels very well wherever they go, but there were a lot of Alabama fans that made the trip up to Penn State back when that game went down. Uh, So I'm very curious to see what the turnout's going to be like as far as the Auburn fan base is concerned. But make no mistake about it, Beaver Stadium is going to be loud. It is going to be electric. It is going to be uh, a wild atmosphere with that whiteout crowd, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But again, this Auburn team, uh, certainly off to a good start. They're doing everything they need to do. You take a look at some of the stats, okay? I'm looking at them right now. Bo Nix certainly is going to be the key player quarterback for the Auburn Tigers. He's looked pretty good, again, against inferior defenses. So it's going to be a much different task for him this weekend against a Penn State defense that has been playing very, very well. Uh, But Bo Nix has completed 29 of his 39 passes attempts. That's a completion percentage of 74.4% this season. He's got five touchdowns, no interceptions. So, again, he's doing everything he needs to do. But let's see if he can continue doing that or at least a fraction of that uh, on the road against a very good defense, uh, against a very raucous environment at Penn State. So he has tended to play better at home against inferior competition. Let's see what he does on the road because that's one of the big sticking points that has kind of hold uh, Auburn back a little bit. And I'm very curious to see how Bo Nix performs in this game. But I do think that Auburn's got a good running game. And that's something that should be a little bit concerning. Uh, I think given the way that Wisconsin started running the football and ran the ball at times against Penn State, that should be a little bit of a concern uh, for this Penn State defense because Auburn has a very good running back in Tank Bigsby. Uh, Very much looking forward to hear what Zach has to say about what he brings to the table uh, in tomorrow's crossover episode. So again, make sure you check out the crossover episode because we're going to get a lot of insight from uh, the Auburn perspective and what they have coming into this game. But running the football should be a strength of Auburn. Bo Nix, a little bit of a wild card. Uh, Defense, they've played well, but again, they haven't exactly played a really good level of competition. And I do think that it's still going to be a good test for this Penn State offense because uh, obviously things started slowly against Wisconsin in week one. Started off really well last week against a good, experienced Ball State team. Uh, Still trying to figure out exactly where this Penn State offense is. I think we're going to get another glimpse of that this weekend against the Auburn Tigers. The week's only half over. We still have a couple episodes left. Still lots of time to share some thoughts with you in the podcast form and on the video. So make sure, again, you're following our YouTube channel for 
continuing coverage of the Penn State Indian Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, and of course, we do this in audio form. We're now doing it in video form. We want to make this as accessible to as many Penn State fans as possible. So if you like YouTube, go ahead and follow this channel right now. Leave a comment down below with some of your comments as you're listening to the episode. Uh, let us know what questions you have, what comments you have. We'll try to incorporate them into an upcoming episode as well. But if you prefer to listen to your podcast in the more traditional audio format, there's nothing wrong with that. So make sure you download that Odyssey app and follow the Locked On Nittany Lines podcast as well as all the other great content we've got on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Big Ten, our friends over at Locked On Auburn, and of course, the Locked On Bets podcast. Because gambling on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game when you listen to Locked On Bets. Hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they're going to give you their daily picks, their blowout specials, and of course, wrong team favorite picks. You got to listen in every day. Take advantage of that Bet Online membership we talked about earlier, and they're going to help you win some money with the Locked On Bets podcast. So make sure you catch that Locked On Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We are available on every podcasting platform for free. So follow us on the Apple Podcasts or Spotify if Odyssey is not your thing. And of course, leave those ratings and reviews coming in. Also, interact with us in a variety of ways. Again, in addition to YouTube comments, you can also follow us on Twitter at Locked on Nittany. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Locked on Nittany. And of course, we're also on Instagram at Instagram.com slash Locked on Nittany. Again, we're trying to be as accessible as possible. If we find another way to bring this to you, we certainly will explore that as well. My name is Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check out all of our Penn State coverage over on NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. And, of course, I'm contributing to Athlon Sports. I'll have some game previews and some weekly bets against the spread coming up your way as the week unfolds. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. I will talk to you next time. Have a good one.